Well, good morning, Middle, and happy Sunday and a special happy Pride Month. I'm Victor joining you from Paris. As we enter into a time of worship, let us begin with a centering breath. Come, let us worship God. So hi everyone, my name is Levi Diaz. Um, I live in the Bronx, New York, and I use he, him pronouns. Hi, my name is Katie. I live in Dayton, Ohio, and I use she, her pronouns. Hey everybody, my name is Lauren. I live in Toronto, Canada, and I use she, her pronouns. Nice to meet you all. Hi everybody, my name is Steven Tyler Davis. Uh, I live in Huntsville, Alabama, and also in New York City, and I use he, him pronouns. Hi everyone, my name is Reverend Nancy Dominique de Sables. I live in Queens, New York, and I use she, her, and they pronouns. Hi everyone, I'm Steve. I live in Bridgewater, New Jersey, and he and him pronouns. Hi, I'm Lori. I live just outside Philadelphia, and I use she, her pronouns. Dawn Real of Fort Greene, Brooklyn, My name is Amlan. My pronoun is she, her, and I live in Manhattan. Circle. 
friends, it's time for the message for all ages with Miss Alicia and a special guest who's going to come on screen in three, two, one. Ta-da! Hello. Hello. <laughs> this is my younger sister and my bestest bud in the whole world. What's your name? Alexis. What are your pronouns? She, her. Lex is going to be doing the message for all ages with me today, and I'm very excited. Whoop, whoop, whoop. <laughs> okay, so I thought we could play a mini game together. Does that sound good? Mm-hmm. Okay, you can play at home, fellas. It's for a free for all. <laughs> okay, how does the word sickness make you feel? Mm, how does the word queer make you feel? How does people calling queerness a sickness make you feel? Friends, there are people in the world who think being queer or being genderqueer is a sickness, a bad thing that you need to be healed of. That's what Lex and I were taught in our religion when we were growing up, and it totally stunk. Yeah, see that face? Totally stunk, especially as two people who identify as queer, and for me, who identifies as genderqueer. But we all know that queerness as a sickness is a big old lie. Big, big lie. A fallacy, if you will. That's a big word for a a bigger word for a big lie. We know that being queer is a holy, sacred thing. How does being queer make you feel? My friends, I don't know if you are queer. Maybe you don't know if you are queer. When we were your age, me and Lex, we didn't know. We were figuring out. And some people, even my age or Lex's age, are still figuring it out. Whether you know or not of whether you're queer or not, that's a-okay. No matter how you feel, no matter what you call yourself, know that you are holy and sacred. Let us pray. Dear God, let all young people know that they are holy and sacred. Let our young queer folk especially know that they are holy and sacred. Thank you for giving us the gift of love. Amen. Amen. And we have one more message for you. One, two, three. Happy Pride! Bye! Siaham bekukan yen kwenkos Siaham bekukan yen kwenkos We are marching in the light of God We are marching in the light of God of God We are marching
I'm Reverend Benjamin Perry, one of the ministers here at Middle. I use he, him pronouns, and this is Middle Rising, where we talk about just some of the ways that Middle is rising into freedom. And today, that means celebrating pride with all of my queer siblings. At Middle, we believe in the fundamental blessedness of every person. And that means that we don't just accept queer people. We recognize that our sexual orientations and gender identities are something to be celebrated. They are a gift from God and a reminder of what God looks like. So I'm going to tell you about a few different ways that you can come party with Middle today in New York City and online all around the world. Firstly, we'll be staffing a table at Pride Fest in Astor Place until 5 p.m. So head on over there, look for Elise. I'm sure they'll be dressed in something fabulous. Call out their name, hang out with your middle people, get a little swag, it's gonna be great. Or, if you'd like to come march in the Queer Liberation March, myself and Reverend Amanda and Reverend Daryl will be marching, so just meet us at the northeast corner of the Great Lawn in Bryant Park at 2.30 p.m. We're gonna do an interfaith ritual and then head off around three o'clock for a wonderful liberatory celebration. At 3 p.m., for all of our friends who are watching this from all around the world, you can march with us at the Heritage of Pride virtual march by going to NewYorkCityPride.org. Finally, we're super excited to be gathering in person again. So go to our website at middlechurch.org mixers and find a list of upcoming gatherings, including an amazing trip with Elise and Reverend Daryl to Coney Island on July 9th. See you there and happy Pride. Will you join me in praying the prayer that Jesus taught us? Use whatever language is most comfortable to you or join me in the inclusive version printed below. Our creator who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Your reign come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us of our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the reign and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. We pray these words so often that sometimes we forget exactly what we're saying. And so today I invite you to join me in prayer that we might receive exactly what we ask for. Give us this day and every day that which we need to live, what we need to flourish, a reminder that the genders and sexual orientations that God has blessed us with are exactly that, blessings. They are love to offer the world. So let us delight in them and be reminded that they are the very incarnation of the divine spark within us. And Lord, may we forgive a world that too often looks upon these blessings and calls them sin. It's not okay, and it's not right. But may we forgive, if not for other people's redemption, then for our own ability to continue living abundantly in love, to be unashamed and proud of exactly what we carry. And Lord, 
even as we may forgive, we ask you today and all days to deliver us from evil. Shatter the legislation that would criminalize who people are. May we receive equal protection under the law and be delivered from heinous policies that use your name in an attempt to justify their hatred. We commit ourselves to building your reign right here, right now on earth as it is in heaven. So may each and every person watching this be free from the temptation to conform themselves to a world whose vision is so much more limited than yours. May your glorious queer children be free from the evil and temptation of hating the love that you have placed inside of us. We thank you for we are gloriously and wondrously made. Remind us again and again. We pray this in your heavenly name. Amen. Hi, middle family. My name is Lila. I'm your digital usher. Hi, this is Diane, your usher, here to make sure you are seen and cared for on this Pride Sunday. I'm here to pass the peace with you and to wish you a happy Pride. I wish you God's peace. And why don't you share a word of peace in the chat? And turn to your loved one and wish them peace. Peace be with you. Again, happy plot.
Today's scripture reading comes from the book of Matthew, chapter 5, verses 13 through 16. You are the salt of the earth, but if the salt has lost its taste, how can its saltiness be restored? It is no longer good for anything, but is thrown out and trampled underfoot. You are the light of the world. A city built on a hill cannot be hid. No one, after lighting a lamp, puts it under the bushel basket, but on the lampstand, and it gives light to all in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father in heaven. This is the word of God for the people of God. Happy Pride, y'all. If no one else has told you this today, you are divine. If no one else has told you this today, you are loved. If no one else has told you this today, God loves you. If no one else has told you this today, Jesus loves you. This past week, I have been so nostalgic for pride at middle. The excitement of the gospel choir as they get ready to slay yet another pride march. The MCC choir sounding like what it must sound like in heaven. The gorgeous sanctuary full of pride flags and pride colors and the middle congregation all decked out in this array of love period t-shirts and the voguing, the voguing as the prayers of the people and the Reverend Dr. Jacqueline Lewis gloriously proclaiming Hi, my name is Jackie Lewis, and I'm the queerest straight black woman in America. I miss all that. The memories, the, the joy, the holiness. But I am also super aware that Middle Church is always doing a bold new thing and that what this middle church team has accomplished in the past 15 months of global and racial pandemics and the near destruction of our democracy, which we might want to call a democracy, what this team has done is astonishing. And oh yeah, our church burned down. But without all of this unholy, holy disruption, would I ever have met Stephen in Texas or Jess in Canada or Victor in Paris or Chuck in Louisiana? Our family has grown in ways that were unimaginable just a year ago. Middle Church is creating connection and memories and traditions and joys and holiness right here, right now, in this very moment. And I am so grateful. I am so grateful for Reverend Jackie Lewis and Middle Collegiate Church and queer black men in the middle. In today's gospel reading, Jesus says, you are the light of the world, you. Now, who is Jesus talking to 
This astonishing proclamation happens right after the Beatitudes, the blessings. More on that later. But let's talk about what happens in the chapter before this. Jesus is definitely on the move. In chapter 4 of Matthew's Gospel, Jesus has already fasted for 40 days and 40 nights in the wilderness and been tempted by the devil, started his ministry in Galilee, called his first disciples, and has already healed the sick of mind, body, and spirit. So when we get to chapter 5, the crowds following Jesus have gotten huge, and he begins to speak and bless. And let me tell you this, I don't believe Jesus said these revolutionary things, words in an apologetic way. These blessings are extravagant. And I believe Jesus might have sounded like Maya Angelou or James Baldwin, or maybe, maybe like Billy Porter as Pray Tell on Pose, when Jesus said, blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they will receive mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when people revile you and persecute you and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account. Rejoice and be glad. For your reward is great in heaven. For in the same way, they persecuted the prophets who were before you. And even more remarkably, two sentences later, Jesus says, you are the light of the world. You who mourn, you the meek, you who hunger and thirst for righteousness, you the merciful, you the pure in heart, you the peacemaker, you the single mother, the trans teenager, the Black Lives Matter protester, the queer agnostic, the sex worker, the homeless, and yes, you and me and middle church, you, the light of the world. After Emperor Constantine, as Christianity gradually and brutally became empired, the church got this all backwards and wrong, dead wrong. The mighty were inheriting the earth through colonization and twisted doctrine like manifest destiny, and the meek were enslaved and discriminated against. Slavery begat Jim Crow, which begat the prison industrial complex, which begat police violence, which begat today's purging of voting rights and trans rights. It's all connected. Theologian Pamela Leitze writes in her book, Our Lives Matter, a, a Womanist Queer Theology. Queer womanist theology proposes that any theology that does not respect the context of queer black women has no purpose and is therefore dead. We have found the academy and church to be reservoirs of dead theology that refuse to drink from the liberating theological perspectives of any source that was not derived by the status quo. And so they died of dehydration unable to survive in our oasis of critical reflection and are dead to us. 
not because they fail to become experts of other theological particularities, but because they failed at least to dip into our pools of thought. Whew. In other words, until queer black women are free, none of us are free. Until women are free, none of us are free. Until black people are free, none of us are free. And until queer people are free, none of us are free. And, and, and if you call yourself a follower of Jesus and you don't embody the Beatitudes and you don't live the last shall be first and the first last, it is heresy. And if you call yourself a Christian and you worship the flag instead of on earth as it is in heaven, it is heresy. If you say, I love God, but you don't love and accept your, and celebrate your queer and trans and non-binary siblings, then the Bible says you are a liar. And I say you are preaching heresy. It is as simple as that. Lord, forgive them. Lord, forgive me. So much of this bigoted, hateful, false Christianity is about controlling bodies, controlling sexuality, controlling flesh. The Reverend Mihi Kim Court writes, queer spirituality is truly embodied and rooted in flesh and blood bodies, bodies that are surprising and show up as icons and words. It is also rooted in the body of Christ in God with us, in the continuous blurring of transcendence and eminence. That is so beautiful. And yet, how far, how dissociated are most of us from our queer and trans and black and brown and skinny and fat and beautiful and sacred and holy flesh? Jesus the Christ was the literal embodiment of our universal minds and our universal bodies being in the same place at exactly the same time. John's Gospel says, and the word became flesh and lived among us. The poet Nicole Seeley combines this holiness of flesh and queerness in a sonnet that she composed about the late legendary ball queen, Pepper LaBeja, that ends like this. I hate to brag, but I'm a one-man parade Jehovah in drag, the church in a dress. Outside these walls, I may be irrelevant, but here, I'm the old and the New Testament. Beloved, you are the hands and feet and heart of God, God in drag. Love who you love. Love yourself and your neighbor as extravagantly as Jesus loves and blesses you. Those of us who have been othered, who have never been first, who have suffered racism and sexism and homophobia and transphobia and fatphobia, remember that you are literally the blessed light of the world. I knew for sure I was gay by the time I was in the second grade. 
I didn't yet have a word for it, but I absolutely knew that I wasn't the same as other boys, and, that, and in that exact moment, I also knew that I needed to keep it secret. When I was a teenager, I discovered Walt Whitman and Oscar Wilde, and most importantly, my patron saint, James Baldwin. And I was like, gay equals fabulousness, plus brilliance, plus gorgeousness, plus flaming. Until I encountered the less than fabulous and brilliant and gorgeous world of queer racism and queer self-loathing. It was a profound disillusionment. I look back now and I realize I was heartbroken, heart sick. And now, as an openly gay, grown ass man, it can be easy to look at being gay as some sort of cross to bear, an albatross around my neck. Because that is what a lot of this world wants us to feel like. But, but today, this day, Pride Sunday, I look at my queerness, your queerness, as a superpower. What a gift to ourselves and to the world and to the God who made us exactly as we are, that we can live into our full truths. God had a very good day when she made me, when he made you, when they made us. Brilliant, fabulous, gorgeous, flaming. Amen. This is Drew Wetke, and this is my join the movement moment. <laughs> I'm a little nervous, so I'm gonna read it. I spent all week trying to think of an innovative, creative, and meaningful way to make this part happen for you. Do I talk about Juneteenth, about the resilience, about the amazing gift of freedom? Do I talk about pride and the courage and bravery? Do I write a song like Ivan or Dion or John? Do I dare break out my Reverend Jackie-inspired movement? Do I read a poem? Maybe I show you my critically acclaimed uh, stick figure crayon drawings. <laughs> but I'm sorry to say that even at the highest prowess of my artistic ability, uh, something might get lost in translation. So I'm gonna keep it simple. Simply, God gave me a home and a family in middle. This Kansas small town, evangelical, fairly confused queer boy who uh, tried to put himself through ex-gay therapy, had more or less sworn off having any kind of faith community that I could count on. And I knew, and God knew, that I needed a home like Middle. Simply, God showed up through her people and your giftedness and your ability to serve and love. You showed up for me and God showed up for me when I felt most alone and most afraid of the future. 
This was years ago at this point, but middle gave me a space to see you all more clearly, to see God in you more beautifully and to attempt to love you and the world and myself more fiercely and revolutionarily. I may not always get it right, but I'm trying to get better at it each day alongside you. Simply, middle gave me a glimpse into the divine possibilities I couldn't always see or imagine, but I knew were there at the core of Jesus's gospel and the revolutionary love I had been taught, and I knew that God wanted his people to be about. So simply, if you're like me, and if a world built around bringing more love and justice and fierceness of all kinds into the world, and it actually being for everyone, if that's how you think God can use us and change the world through us partnering with what God is doing, then join the movement and give what you can, whatever you can at middle. I, for one, <laughs> will keep working on my dance moves and stick figures. <laughs> All right, but thanks for having me and here's how you can give. for the busted heart this is for the question mark and this is for the outcast soul lost control no one knows sing it for the can't go back sing it for the broken past sing it for the just found out life is now upside down if you're looking for hope tonight raise your hand if you're feeling alone and don't
Let us pray. God, we give you thanks for everything you have given to us and the ways that what you give to us gives us an opportunity to give back. Sometimes when we give, it's just our way to simply say, we love you. May your love be made known throughout all the world. For this we pray. Amen. If you are not able to march today, this is your chance to give a shout out. All right, middle, let's see what you got. Do you miss being in the sanctuary? I do. I miss all of that energy, hugging each other and dancing the party that is pride. But let me tell you something. Wesley said, you are the light of the world. You are the salt of the earth. You, amazing you, just exactly as you are. No matter who you love, no matter how you love them, no matter how you look, 
You are splendid, awesome, wonderfully made in the image of God. If you're a little person watching this and you're not sure, honey, you are amazing, just as you are. If you're an older person and you need a reminder, honey, you are fabulous, just exactly as you are. You are the sanctuary in which God has found a place to live. So let's keep coming out, coming out to our true selves, coming out to our amazing selves, coming out as revolutionary lovers, coming out straight allies to stand up for queer folks, coming out, coming out, men to stand up for women and gender non-binary people, coming out for justice and love, the fiercest love of all. On this Pride Sunday, I invite you to be even more fully yourself and know that your love is a gift to the world. Turn it in full force toward yourself and to others. Amen. Peace and pride.